episode if you are new here thank you so much for being here i hope you are having a great day wherever you are whatever you may be doing this podcast i'm very excited for because or i should say this episode i'm very excited for because i just have been in a very flow state of mind today it feels like the right time to record it feels like the right time to just sit down and free flow all my thoughts and sort of tap into what I'm already feeling. Um, And I guess you could say I do kind of have a theme for today for once. Usually I just sit down and I'm like, let's just see what comes out, which is what I'm doing. But at the same time, um, I've kind of had this, like I've days where there's just more energy that I'm tapped into, more of myself that I'm tapped into, if that makes any sense. And so I woke up today feeling super anxious. I had no idea what it was about. I was just like, okay, I'm feeling anxious. Um, And I was kind of talking about this in my last podcast where when I feel anxiety, I'll try really hard to just kind of observe the feeling instead of like zoning into it and like going deeper and deeper into the feeling. So I was just kind of observing it this morning and acknowledging, okay, I am feeling anxious and we're just going to let that feeling arise and not attach too much to it. Um, I went to work, I met with a couple clients and I was feeling a lot better when I was at work because, um, my job requires that I kind of operate at a higher frequency. Like naturally I have to show up and be very upbeat and positive um, and very personable, which is not something I'm forcing by any means. It's just something that I have to be more aware of than, than, you know, how I am naturally. I'm not really an extrovert. I'm an ambivert. Um, but maybe leaning a little bit more towards the extra uh, the introverted side just because I don't really gain my energy from being around others. So I really need to fill up my cup and spend time on my own, um, do my own things, my self-care rituals, just little habits and things that I need to do for myself so that I can um, pour out of a full cup. And this is an everyday thing. So every day I make sure that I'm able to do this because otherwise I just, I can't go to work and show up and, and be full for a client. So um, anyways, how did I get into that spiel? I was trying to say that, um, you know, at work, I was feeling a lot more um, tapped in. I, I just feel very authentic, very myself when I'm working with clients because I do love the job. Um, but right after I was like, zoom back into anxiety and I already kind of had the plan for today that I, once I was done working for today, I was only gonna, I was only working in the morning. So I was going to take the rest of the day, um, go to the beach and just tune out, spend some time reading, writing, meditating, planning, kind of goal setting, reorienting my, reorientating myself, things like that. And those are, these are the types of days I cherish so, so much. I feel so full and so recharged when I spend a day um, at the ocean. I love, love, love being near the water. Some people love um, nature in terms of more like hiking and, and things like that. I've always like tried to enjoy that more. I don't know if I'm 
maybe I'm putting too much weight into it. I don't know why I have like a lot of anxiety around, (laughs) around forests. It sounds kind of dumb saying it out loud, but I don't feel like very peaceful there for some reason. It's definitely something that I've like tried to get more comfortable with over the years. But anyways, I went to the beach and I just spent some time on my own and it was just absolutely blissful and beautiful. And I spent a lot of time thinking about a lot of self-limiting beliefs, a lot of things that I know are subconsciously playing and downloads that I want to release, remove, let go, um, narratives that aren't true. And I was just feeling very, um, just very aligned after a lot of sitting with myself I went there for maybe like four or five hours and just the phone was away no computer no emails no texts nothing just me my thoughts and just allow myself that space and for self for everyone self-care looks a little bit different for me that's my version of self-care is the day at the beach um, doing something like that or maybe physical self-care like taking a bath, getting my hair done. You know, I love all those things. But um, for me, self-care is more important when it's um, internally rooted. So uh, this is a very important ritual for me. (laughs) I don't, I mean, I say ritual because it, it really is like I need to have days like this so that I can recharge and and give myself fully to my relationships, to my friendships, to my clients. Um, It's really necessary for me. And I think it's necessary for everybody. You know, I think we grow up believing that we have to earn um, the time off. We have to earn, um, like we have to deserve to take a break. And I think this is a societal thing as well, especially in America. We're taught that, you know, it's work, 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 um, not much work-life balance. And me in the past, even like I would, a day like today, I even just a year ago, I would feel so guilty. Like by the time I come home, I'd be like, what did you just spend the day at the beach doing? Like, what the fuck are you doing? You need to be like, hustling and going after your goals like you didn't go after anything you want long term yada yada like you're not striving towards something um and I just that's the mindset that I I would have been in at that time and now I'm just at a different pace of like none of that stuff can happen the the goal setting and the the goal achieving and the striving and the perseverance none of that can happen unless first, you know what you need and you have to have the steps outlined in your mind of how you're going to get there, but also what you need in terms of resetting, recharging, like you cannot pour from an empty cup. So this is a really important part of my life now, something I'm actually very passionate about um, because I just think it's so important for everybody, no matter what you're doing, whatever field you're in, whatever career you're chasing, whatever your life goals are, I think it's really important to have that. And for everyone, it's different. Um, there is no perfect way to go about this. Um, 
you know, I used to like also guilt myself if I didn't have like that one hour morning routine of wake up, meditate, do a yoga session, read, journal. Like I used to make myself feel bad for like not doing that or not having like a checklist type of morning routine or checklist type of day. And I've really realized that for everyone, this looks different. And for me, sometimes those mornings are what I need and crave. And for sometimes it's not at all. And there should be no guilt in having, in not having that, um, in not having structure. That's okay as well. Like we're all different. And even within those differences, um, you fluctuate as a human being too. You fluctuate in what you want and what your goals are in the kind of pace you like. There was definitely, you know, and this will change for me, I'm sure. Like just a couple of years ago, last year, even six months ago, like I enjoyed more structure and um, having more of a predictable routine and knowing what my next day was going to look like or having something like immediately in the future that I was working towards. So for many years, for me, that's been trying to get into medical school. And that's been like that the like finish line for me is just like get in and my whole life revolved around that goal. And now I'm not trying to do that. I'm taking a break from that. And I have literally never felt better. I was going through like a big like phase of guilt around that. Like you should be, what are you doing? Like now is the time you don't have time to push it off. And it's like, no, you can do what you want to do when you want to do it. If you are 35, if you're 40, you're 45. And suddenly you're like, I think I want to entertain this new career path. Um, Again, I'm not at that place in life, but my opinion is I think it just takes very hard work. And is it easy? No. And also, I don't have a lot of the factors in my life that I might have at that point in my life. I'm not saying I'm trying to push like long-term goals to years and years and years in the future. All I know is that I want to live in the now and be in the moment and chase what I want right now. Right now, I'm really enjoying making my own schedule, having that flexibility, not being tied down to an office, you know, deciding like a day like today, deciding that I can just work the morning. And then if I want to take the rest of the day and treat it like the rest of the day is my day off, I do have the freedom to do that. But with that, you also have to create your own structure. So like, I have to know that tomorrow I'm going to work a little bit more than I did today to make up for today. Um, and that's just something I, I'm really cherishing and I've never had before. I've always worked more predictable jobs um, that had more strict structure and schedule and all that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not where I want to be right now. I'm really enjoying the flexibility. Um, I'm enjoying not being a student. Like (laughs) I'm just tired of being a student. And I knew that this day would come. Um, Part of me like loves being a student and the other part hates it. (laughs) Like, I feel like I've just been in it for so long that I'm like, okay, I'm a student, but it's now been 
it's been a year since I've been a student, um, since I finished my grad program. And I just like have been savoring every minute. I just love coming home and not having to like do an assignment after work or like worrying about an exam. I just, I'm cherishing that. And I've also like just been so much kinder to myself in understanding that there's nothing wrong with that. And maybe this is only personal to me, but I've always felt guilt about that. Whereas in the past where I, I'd think like, okay, I really want to take a break from school, maybe figure out what I want to like focus on more for the next year. Do I want to, um, do I want to now start applying to medical school? Do I want to get a job for, to get more experience, to put on my application? What do I want to do? I, I didn't allow myself that space to do that because I was like, you should have been in med school by now. Like everyone, you know, that started with you is like in, and, and that's not even true. It's just like your brain creates like comparisons that aren't even real. And you just talk so negatively to yourself. And I just, I think about like the little version of me that would be just so, so, so immensely proud of where I'm at now. And do I have all the things, <laughs> like all the physical things that I said I would have at 25 years old? No. But like, what does a 15-year-old girl know about the realities of being 25 in our society? Like we have, we, we make these, ex, put these false expectations on ourselves of what we should be at a certain age. And they're often, if not always, not realistic. And the amount of things that need to go absolutely perfectly for you to have all those things that you imagined is just not very feasible. I mean, it it is and it's not like you are more than capable of doing exactly what you want when you want, but at the same time, it may not happen and that is totally okay. And you can have it in the future if you want to. And I'm just trusting my gut now and which is something I've I haven't really done in the past because I've never been certain of what my gut was telling me and I don't I do think this is something that just comes with time and a feeling in your body a sensation that you get of this doesn't feel right or this feels aligned or this feels like I'm doubting myself maybe I need to sit and think about this more um I'm falling into that where I'm realizing like what is my body telling me what do I really want to do and that's just where I'm at with life right now is following the days as they come and that's never been something I've been open to I've always been the planner I've always been the person with like very specific goals for certain points in my life and yes there are certain things of course like I want to quote unquote plan, I guess, and have like a more concrete idea of when things should happen because, or not when things should happen, but how to make these things happen. Because the only way to achieve these goals is to have an idea in, in place to have a, to, I'm sorry, to have a plan in place. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I used to constrict myself so so tightly to these plans and if I didn't like execute perfectly I was like okay well the plan is fucked gotta start all over <laughs> instead of like tweaking and flowing and changing and reevaluating, which is where I'm at now and I'm just really really enjoying this space that I'm in I've 
said this time and time again to myself and to my friends of just like this is the least direction I've had in my entire life and I've never felt uh-huh. more at ease which sounds very contradictory because like I said I'm not that person that doesn't like to have a set idea a set framework for how like my next year is going to look how my next six months is going to look and I do and I don't if that makes any sense so I like to have right now I like to have goals that I know are feasible within the next six months I like to plan six months to a year out Um, but I'm now allowing myself that flexibility to accept and acknowledge that if it doesn't happen, it's okay. If it doesn't happen, it's either because you didn't work hard enough for it and that's okay. We can reevaluate and work for it again. Or it's just not meant for you because sometimes we do try really hard to get things or achieve things and it just doesn't happen. And I, I think everything is exactly how everything plays out exactly how it's supposed to. And if we truly accept this, then there's nothing you, you truly realize that nothing is happening to you. Everything is happening for you. Everything is happening divinely and for you and perfectly. And you will not realize it in the moment, but in retrospect, you will look back and say, that's why I didn't get that thing because this was coming for me or this opportunity needed to show up. If I had this thing that I wanted so badly, I would have never had this career. I never would have met this person. I never would have realized this revelation about myself, you know, whatever it is. And I have very much been in that space right now of thinking about the balance between the power of manifestation and action. Um, And I genuinely believe it is it is a 50 50 you know there's only you can't just sit at home being like okay I'm, I'm perfectly zen and I am manifesting all these beautiful things into my life this dream this dream partner this dream career this home this experience this relationship the person I want to be and you're just sitting there waiting for it to fall out of the sky I mean it doesn't happen that way it is really a balance of believing that you already have it and then seeking it out and doing the steps to make it happen. So I've been feeling this a lot with this podcast and um, I'm trying to get some momentum flowing of sit down (laughs) and fucking talk when you feel this flowing through you. Like right now, I just feel all this energy inside me and I want to express it and be authentic and speak my truth and feel so whole and complete. And I know I can do this once a week. Do I feel this way every day where I feel aligned and in touch with the universe and I'm making a joke of it. It's not a joke, but you get what I'm saying. Um, No, I don't feel this way every day. But I'm having a lot more of these days, which makes me really, really happy. And I think it's because I'm also practicing a lot of gratitude. Just there is so much to be grateful for. There is, there's always, you can always find at least one thing, at least one thing, no matter what situation you're in, what you're going through, whatever kind of shit has hit the fan in your life, there is always something 
that you can be grateful for. And if you could just latch onto that one thing, it will give you the hope and the perseverance to continue and to find the next thing to be grateful for. And when you operate from that place of abundance, from that place of I already have, from that place of I already am. So for me, I have always wanted more love in my life. I have always wanted more, you know, sisterly relationships and, and like true sisters in my life that that's always been something that's been huge for me. And I didn't have that for a while of, you know, I had like one or two close friends and, you know, I'm not saying that that wasn't, I appreciated that at the time and it was still great, but I wanted more, or I wanted those relationships to get even deeper. I wanted those friendships to become like soul binding almost where I wanted those deep, intimate relationships with my girlfriends. And, um, I genuinely think I just started putting that out there and it started coming back to me. You know, this is just this law of attraction of you will get back what you put out there. And I just started exuding love and putting that onto people in my life who needed it. And I think I have done that my whole life. Um, I, I feel that I'm a big empath. It's why I wanted to go into medicine. Um, it's why I love the healthcare field, philanthropy, all those kinds of things. But for most of my life, I've operated from a place of, I want more. So maybe if I just, I, I, I was giving it and expecting it in return. And I shifted this mindset into, what if I just give it to give it because I love to, and I love these people and I want them to be happy. I want them to be okay. And as an empath, it's hard to do that without absorbing the other person's energy. Um, if they are coming from a dark place, if they're coming from um, really negative thoughts, if they're coming from self-limiting beliefs, it's hard not to absorb that. So I do think that's natural and I still struggle with that. But um, this, I've noticed it just comes with time and practice of just realizing you are a whole and grounded person. And because of that, excuse me, you're able to show up for other people. You're able to hold space for other people and give them the medicine they need because you are whole and complete in yourself. But this takes so much self-work and shadow work and introspection of just what are the demons in me that I need to conquer first. And um, I have been on... I hate saying that I'm a person on the journey. I'm a person on the path. Um, but for the past maybe three years is when I've really focused on myself. I've, I haven't really focused on like me emotionally because I was so focused on career, school, um, things like that. So for the past few years, I've really dived deep into it and I've I feel like I've experienced this dark night of the soul, which is that's just which was just literally awful. Um, and maybe I haven't, maybe it's still to come, but I do feel like I've hit rock bottom emotionally already. And I know, well, I don't know, but 
I suspect there will be experiences mm -hmm. in the future that will be also very difficult to go through. And I'll feel like I'm experiencing this dark night of the soul all over again. But maybe it was just my first experience of the dark night of the soul. But recovering from that, healing through it, working through it, acknowledging these places, these areas where I was lacking, not lacking as a person, not lacking because I'm not perfect and whole the way I am, but lacking in terms of the, the, the way I would speak to myself um, was not was not indicative of the type of person I wanted to be at all. And when I was in that mindset, I could not exude love to anybody. All I could do was try to soak it from them. And I'm just so grateful that I, there's been people in my life, experiences in my life, things I didn't get, situations I didn't want to happen um, but all of these have come together to teach me these bigger lessons, to show me the triggers, to show me why am I talking to myself this way? What areas do I need to work on to feel whole and complete? Like I don't need a person or experience or career or amount of money or type of body or whatever to feel good. And, you know, I grew up in the, all the things I'm talking about right now. I grew up um, not with this kind of teaching, which isn't a bad thing. I'm just acknowledging that another reason this, this kind of stuff has been hard for me to acknowledge and talk about and acknowledge within myself is because I grew up more in a conservative mindset of you know when you have a difficulty you just you pray to God about it and you ask God to you know help you get through this thing to guide you and all of that and I don't think there's anything wrong with that if that is how you decide to gather your strength and to and to create your sort of moral grounding or um, create some sort of path for you for me that has not really been the case um, in like my adult life now that I've, you know, just taken the time to really think about what do I believe? What do, how do I view the world? And I think that shifts and changes as you have different experiences and meet different people and all these things. So I've now realized that the strength is in you. It's, it's all within you. You just need to tap into it and access it. And, um, Honestly, the first time I realized any of the things that I, any of my behaviors or, or, or things that were hindering me in my life, like things internally was because of a psychedelic experience. And I am so utterly grateful for that experience. And it's, it's something I've, you know, continued to experience and when I feel like I kind of need to have more breakthroughs or whatever it just helps me unlock and get to that that more vulnerable position it just helps me bring down my ego and really think about 
why are you feeling this way or acting this way or thinking this way about yourself? It helps me get into that deeper thought, that deeper state of thought of what is the thing? What is the thing that's triggering this? And I am just so grateful for that, not to be that basic person that's like, oh, takes shrooms, takes shrooms once and feels like they've accessed the keys to the universe. <laughs> um, so I realize how basic that sounds, but it's just the truth. Um, and it's something I'm just very grateful for. And I, I, I would recommend it to anyone who, you know, I would recommend that you feel you try it if you feel like you need something to kind of break your ego and shatter it and get you to that next step and unlock and realize your potential and why maybe you're not accessing um, certain areas of your life and creating the life you say you desire so deeply. And I've really noticed that whatever you put out there, you do get back. So back to what I was saying about, you know, friendships and things like that. Ever since I op started operating from that place, I just have so many beautiful women in my life that are there for me and I can call and spill my guts to and <laughs> won't judge me and love me and care for me and like our true sisters and um, maybe not just even, not just my girlfriends, just people in life that would do that for me. And this has only happened because I finally started just number one, loving myself. It sounds so cliche, but it's so true. And I never knew what that meant. I, I genuinely didn't know what that means. Like you see it and it sounds so like basic, like love yourself, but <laughs> no, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. And it's a deeper thing than I think most people realize it, it's, it's a lot of childhood healing of, you know, even if you had a, a pretty standard normal childhood which um which I did there's still stuff <laughs> there's still stuff that's in there that's lacking or um voids that you didn't realize you're trying to fill with external factors and um spent many years and I still entertain a lot of things that I'm trying to fill a void with even me like being very interested in this space of self-care and self-bettering and blah 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 it's all about me it's there is still parts of me that are I realize parts of me doing it because of this ego wanting to improve myself and add to my palette of like uh, being a whole person so I'm, I'm trying to to acknowledge and accept that I am whole in this moment. And it's easier said than done. But I think this is a lifelong thing. There's no end goal. This is just something I think I will always strive for. Um, now that my eyes are kind of open to areas I want to work on. And we all have different areas. And I do think they shift as we go on through life. Um, I think for me, a huge one is going to be the type of mother I am. I think we as females have perceptions of what kind of mom will be, um, but it doesn't seem like 
you know until you're actually in that situation. So I can't even comment on that, but I could see how that could become a huge part of my life as well. Um, how to be a better wife. What does that even mean? How to be a better mother? What does that even mean? Um, and and those kinds of things becoming my focus in the future. And I'm trying not to even think about those things right now. Right now, I'm trying to just focus on where's Alexa at at 25 years old. And that gives me so much peace and comfort knowing that there's nothing I need to be doing in this moment. And even you who's listening, there's nothing you need to be doing in this moment. All there is is this moment. And you are complete exactly as you are. And the first time someone said this to me, I didn't believe it. I was like, okay, yeah, but you don't know me. You don't know all the areas where I'm selfish. I can be egotistical. Um, I'm not always, you know, exuding love and joy and being kind to everyone and, you know, just spoke of myself very negatively until I started doing the shadow work and thinking about why did you think of yourself that way? Or why do you think of yourself that way? Oh, it's because someone told you that you are that a long time ago, but you don't, you barely remember that. And now it's stuck in your subconscious mind and you're operating from this self-limiting belief that you can't do this thing or achieve this goal. Um, that's been a big reason I haven't started a podcast for many years. Oh my God, I've wanted to do it for so many years. And I never, <laughs> I literally pushed it off until I felt like, nope, got to do the self-work first. Got to do the self-work first. Um, which I don't think was a wrong way to go about it. It would have been kind of cool to start this when I was in an even more vulnerable, raw position of my life. But at the same time, it just didn't feel right. And there was just too many negative thoughts operating in my mind for me to even sit down and have this kind of conversation with myself, let alone film it and put it on the internet. <laughs> so, and another thing too, was just my huge fear of being cringe. My big fear of having people judge me of having people think like, Oh, it's embarrassing. She has a podcast or like <laughs> anything, just having an opinion about something I'm doing. And so I do kind of actually like the way I went about it because I was like, no, your self-confidence needs to be way fucking higher before you can do that <laughs> because you need to be at the place where you can actually sit down and be vulnerable um, because, yes, I was in a more like I, I was just in an emotionally more a, a more raw place a couple years ago, even a year ago, six months ago, even um, just because of things going on in my life. And I just, I didn't even feel like I could, I was constantly just not in a good headspace. And I didn't feel like I could sit down and do this. Like I just didn't have the drive to, and I didn't want to come and sit on here and spew negative bullshit. Like I wanted to sit and talk about growth and my journey and love and 
life and all the beautiful things there are. And I'm not saying pain isn't beautiful. Pain is beautiful because it's the only way we get to this spot of um, realizing our true potential. And I'm not saying that I'm at this perfect spot now of just enlightenment and oh my God, I'm so Zen all the time. No, I think I was like crying in my car last week for like 30 minutes about, I don't even know what the fuck. (laughs) I was just like going down an anxiety spiral for like 30 minutes. And I've also embraced all those parts of myself at this point of being a whole person means experiencing the full range of emotions and allowing yourself to not telling yourself that you shouldn't be feeling this way. You've done so much work. Why are you crying about this thing that happened a year ago? Like, that's not what it means to be a whole person. What it means to be a whole person and to be, to find your peace is to accept all the parts of yourself, the parts of yourself you hate, the parts of yourself you love, the parts of yourself you want to, you want to change all of it. And this for me, this all stems from self-confidence and I always thought I was confident like I I really did um until I started realizing whoa wait I like gain all my confidence from accomplishments and trying to look good so vanity reasons um physical accomplishments like getting degrees whatever like school shit like that and gaining all my self-worth from that none of it was from me just like just me being me me being a good person me just being myself and I never thought that was something that you could do and for me the experience has been sitting down looking at these areas that I quote unquote don't like um, but also realizing I'm only doing those things or thinking this way or acting this way because of something that happened to me as a little girl that I didn't understand or me in high school getting rejected by some stupid boy and now I have like some like something that's like being projected into me as an adult like it's so stupid but it's so true too like I this is a really stupid example but in high school there was this one guy that um I I was literally just head over heels like I you know it was that first puppy love kind of thing and oh my God, it just crushed me when I don't, whatever even happened, he like, what, you know, I I can barely even remember the situation now. That's how, that's how like minuscule it seems now. But when I, I can still feel the emotions that I felt at that time in my life. Like we're talking about 12 years ago now, 10 years ago. 10 to 12 years ago, somewhere around there. And the fact that I can still remember those emotions of like that 15 year old girl. Well, I can't do math 10 years ago, (laughs) that 15 year old girl that was so like attaching her self-worth to a guy that ended up not being interested in her. And now that's projecting into me thinking I can't accomplish something or that I 
can't have this thing because I'm not good enough. Like emotions harbor and I've realized you have to release them. You have to let go of them and realize where they're stemming from or where these, these areas in your life that you're, you feel like you're, you're not pulling in what you want is because there's something operating in your subconscious that is hindering you, but you, you just maybe don't realize it. And this takes a lot of, this is not comfortable either, by the way. Um, This is really uncomfortable to do and really anxiety provoking a lot of the time to sit with yourself and think about these things. Um, And that's just one example, you know, like there's, there's little things that you don't think would affect you in your adulthood, but they do. And it's like a core memory or a core feeling, a core experience that is really projected into your future. And you, it's, it it definitely takes work to release that. Um, But I'm so glad that I have taken the time to do that. And I continue to take the time to do that. And think about these experiences that I've had, these friendships that I've lost, that I was really hurt by, these things that have happened in my family that I was really hurt by, or relationships, romantic relationships, things that have happened that have been really hurt by, and realizing that it's no one's at necessary, no one's necessarily at fault. People do things that hurt you because they have their own shit going on that has nothing to do with you a lot of the time, most of the time, if not all of the time. And in the moment, you do not realize that until you look back on it and you're like, huh, they're just a hurt person going through this experience, just like I am. And at the time, their shit happened to vomit onto me and I absorbed that and now I'm here and maybe I'm still carrying something. Whoops. carrying something from that experience. Okay, so this book just fell off my table because I put it here to read something that I read today that really stuck with me. Um, I thought it was kind of comical, but it's very like wake up call, what I needed. And I'm going to read it to you as well. This is from the book, You Are a Badass. Um, I've not pick this book up for years. I've had it sitting on my bookshelf for years because I thought it was going to be one of those, like, I don't even know what I thought. I had a totally wrong idea of what kind of book it was. I thought it was all about mindset and yada, yada. Anyways, it's very, it's very spiritual and very about, um, power of manifestation and all that stuff. So she says, we're on a planet that somehow knows how to rotate on its axis and follow a defined path while it hurtles through space. Our hearts beat, we can see. We have love, laughter, language, living rooms, computers, compassion, cars, fire, fingernails, flowers, music, medicine, mountains, muffins. We live in a limitless universe overflowing with miracles. The fact that we aren't stumbling around in an inconsolable state of sobbing awe is appalling. The universe must be like, what more do I have to do to wake these bitches up? Make water their most precious resource rain down from the sky? The universe loves us so much and wants us to partake in the miraculous so badly that sometimes she even delivers little wake-up calls. 
I'll stop there because it continues to go and it's great. And I'm only three chapters in and I can tell I'm going to love this. If you haven't read this already, I would already say give it a go. But um, it just really snapped me into reality today of realizing while all these things are important of looking at our past, looking at experiences we've gone through and how those are transpiring into our future and how we can release those experiences and how we can realize that those experiences have nothing to do with us. If anything, they've only made us stronger. They've taught us lessons. Things only happen to us to teach us lessons or for us, (laughs) correct myself, for us to teach us lessons. While all that's important, also remember that it's not that serious. It's really not that serious. Um, There's another quote I was reading today from Alan Watts. It said, um, the reason we suffer is because we take serious what the gods made for fun. And I just thought that was beautiful too, of just life is way too short. And I am very happy when I'm in this state of mind and I'm trying to savor and cherish it. And not treat it like, oh, but this feeling's going to pass, which is what I usually do a lot of just, okay, you're in a good state of mind now, but we all know you're going to fall back into that little anxiety spiral that you do, um, which very may well happen. I don't think I have, I don't have control over that, but realize that that's okay because you're a human being. I really thought about that word today too, a human being. I don't think we ever think about that. You are a human being. You are just trying to be. And that is my goal right now. That's my goal in life right now, to be. And I've realized that as I continue to chase this feeling, as I tap into that feeling of presence, I align with my higher self. I realize my potential to a greater extreme. And by doing that, I'm able to not only realize the potential because that that doesn't get you that far. You need to realize the potential and then figure out what actions can you do to make that potential your reality. And that's kind of what I'm doing with this podcast even right now is just I've always wanted to have one. I've always wanted to like do it for fun and have people I think is are interesting and that I love or that I know or that I don't know or that I want to talk to on here and no more of this you know it's cringe or you can't do it or be realistic like you have to go and get a more that you have to go and focus more on your career right now why are you doing all these fun things quote-unquote fun things like whatever that means um I've realized these are all like messages playing in my head that I never told myself. It's what society told told me, tells us, that our families tell us, that belief systems tell us. Um, and it has nothing to do with what you want to do and who you really are and what you genuinely feel and your authenticity and your authentic self. And so I'm allowing myself to go with the flow and realize that the opportunities arise as I move forward, the opportunities will come and I'm finding my passions and I know my passion is helping people. And maybe I don't have a clear cut answer for what that is right now. Maybe it's not medicine anymore. Maybe it is medicine still. I don't know, but 
what I do know is I will do that in the future because it's what I know I'm good at. And so, so long as you're doing something that you genuinely enjoy, you will be good at it and vice versa. So if you're good at it, you probably enjoy it as well. And I'm just tapping into that and having so much faith behind that and putting out what I want to get back. And I don't know, hopefully my state of mind today can inspire you, (laughs) inspire you to just be in this moment right now, wherever you are, if you're driving, if you're at home, whatever you're doing, I hope you're able to just take a deep breath, realize that it's all okay. You will figure it out. And even if you don't, that's fine. And thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to me. And I can't tell you how genuinely how grateful I am. If you literally sat here and listened to me talk, that means so much to me. So I'm sending you love wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and I will catch you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you.